What's up, Fellowship family? This is David Wilkinson, the Director of Communication, and I'm sitting here in our story station with my good friend, Nate Brown, to tell his Ebenezer moment. Nate, how you doing, man? What's going on, David? Thank you for allowing me into your special room. <laughs> you are the one who makes it a special Thank room. Thank you. Um, so for those of you who may not remember, when we had our 20-year anniversary celebration, we introduced the idea of the Ebenezer moment, meaning that stone of help that comes from the Old Testament where there was something that was remembered about their journey with God. So the Ebenezer moment here at Fellowship for any particular person is that moment where that stone of help was important to them in their journey with God here as part of our church. So Nate has agreed to sit down and talk to me about that. Nate, why don't you take it away, man? This is your story, not mine. What do you got? Tell us about your Ebenezer moment. Thank you, David. And hello, all fellowshippers out there. I love this theme. I, I just think that's yeah. the coolest way to frame this particular discussion. So thank you for bringing this to us. Sure. And uh, for me, before I put that first stone on the ground, uh, I do need to wind the clock back just a little bit to when Nate Brown was a college student at Toccoa Falls College in Northeast Georgia. And it was uh, a cool time in my life because in a lot of ways, I just, I felt like I was on fire, like in, in a spiritual sense. I just had an awakening my freshman year where my faith became my own. And as I grew on that campus, I was able to serve God in all these creative ways. And it was just monumental for me in terms of understanding my spiritual gifts and, and becoming alive for what I could do for the kingdom uniquely as, as me as an individual. Mm -hmm. And uh, Crystal was awesome at that time. I met her freshman year. and. Uh, what I didn't know is that as soon as I was about to step off of that little bubble outside of that area, that environment, that incubator, the world was about to just shatter my fragile little mind. <laughs> it was, it just was so tough. I mean, the first job out of college was selling postage meters on the streets of Jacksonville, Florida, and it just about destroyed me. I just had the weirdest, most awful boss, this horrible corporate environment and getting knocked out of strip malls all day because they didn't want to buy a postage meter. Wow. Um, and then the next job was equally as strange. Mm -hmm. And uh, these gifts that I thought that I had, that I was misapplying into this new real world situation, it was, it was destroying me piece by piece. I was just like taking little bits of my soul away is what it felt like. And mm. I mean, a, a couple of years of this, of just not being able to find my way in the, in this new pattern, um, things, things got bad for me. You know, definitely some depression was there and I did not feel like myself at all. Yeah. And, uh, and so I tried to almost escape this and come in and come into the church and I became a youth pastor and uh, did not go well. Uh, I was just as broken, was not, the, the church was not there to fix me at all, for sure. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it had a very bad relationship with the senior pastor there. And um, I, I was not ready for that, for sure. And that church was not ready for me, for me either, or for, or for anyone in stepping into that role. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the church was not an escape in that, in that moment. And so furthermore, I just, you know, fell down into this, this state of like, I am not unique. I am not special. I don't have gifts that can serve God or serve anyone. And, uh, was, was coasting in that state of mind for a while, but was able to get out of that church and come into a, a place where there's a little bit of healing that was going on where I was just starting to find a place where I could be at some level of peace yeah. and, and some acceptance was happening there. Uh, it was, I guess you could say I was kind of like, uh, at that point, like a, a gas station burrito. 
Now, I was there, you could buy one if you're super hungry, but like you know that it could be a lot better if, if you had the patience and there wasn't the intentionality to create a real burrito. Um, so I was living that gas station burrito life for years, 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 uh, until coming into fellowship. And uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, there's just so many things that happen so quickly inside of this church. Uh, I, I had not known how far away I'd fallen from where I could, should, would be <laughs> with God's grace uh, until coming into this community of faith. And, you know, a specific moment in time was the marriage ministry and that mentorship group that I was so honored to be in with you and so many incredible couples and just the angels finding me and Crystal together at that time and saying, we want you for this. You're talking about Matt and Tori. Matt and Tori. Right. Um, you know, I think that that idea of, of them seeking us out and wanting us to be a part of that, uh, that was really important for me at that time. And, it, and it, it brought off some of those layers where I had sequestered myself down into this state of unwillingness in the state of like, I can't serve. And those shackles started to come off. And I, I felt like I started to become myself a little bit again, and, and then got to start serving as a power-up leader and got to start playing mandolin uh, with, with Kevin Perry and, and the awesome worship team. And, uh, and now just getting to do some really great stuff with the men's ministry through Forge, which I, I, have, I don't know that I've ever been so excited to serve God and serve the kingdom as I am right now, at least not since those college days. Mm. So, I mean, the, the healing that has occurred, I, I feel like I'm coming back into, into myself in terms of my gifts that God has given me. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And it, it's just a cool thing. So I, I'm just so grateful for this church and for the people that are inside of it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, I mean, the, there's definitely some different stones on this Ebenezer block. But what I'm hearing from you is that at least the initial one that really kind of brought you alive was the marriage mentor Indeed. time that we were in with you. Yeah. But then that then turned into you finding your stride. Indeed. There's definitely an ongoing thing here, which is more exciting than it is. There's not a finish line here, right? which is just fantastic. And I feel like there's just a lot more great things to come. I'm, I'm better able to lead my family now. I'm better able to serve this church and serve the overall kingdom. And I know that there's more things that, that God is going to do through me now that I am available to use the Carrie Henry term that she was talking about last week. Mm -hmm. I, I was not available fully before. And, and I went back and read that passage in Samuel because I wanted to know more about this, this Ebenezer theme. And there was a moment there. I mean, there was a tariff. The Old Testament is terrifying, but uh, it, it was like this awful capture the flag game going on with the the ark of the lord and it just seemed like the israelites are exhausted and they're like stuck up on a mountain and they're being attacked by the philistines and samuel who is so bold and just has this spirit of of authority at this time i mean he's like we need to turn fully to god we need to give our full heart to god and ask him to be with us to protect us and guide us through this time and so I, I feel like I'm, I'm more now able to offer my full heart to God through fellowship and, and to accomplish just bigger and better things as, as I have more of that Samuel mentality of, we can't do it. This is not about me. But the more that I allow God to work through me, the, the greater things that can happen. Mm. 
Before I let you go, is there anything else in your story there that that we're missing that you'd like to say? I just I gotta thank Crystal. I mean, she's been so patient <laughs> with a lot of this, you know. Uh, I just I, I have regret. There's regret. There's like there's years where I could have been better, and and you can lament that. But then men's fraternity, you know, there's been some great stuff there. Of don't lament that. Just be excited for the opportunities that are there now and for your ability to be a great dad and to be a great husband. There's there's just cool things ahead if you allow God to be there and to make those things happen. So I'm, I'm gonna choose to rejoice in that and to be excited for that. And and I know too that like, I'm not gonna be perfect from this day forward at all, but like this idea of the Romans 5.3, rejoice in the tribulations because that brings about perseverance and proven character and that brings about hope and hope will not disappoint. That's right. And it's that hope that was stolen from me before of I can't do this. I'm not good enough to do this. But now that that hope is restored, even being able to rejoice in those times of tribulation, I mean, that's what the Christian life is about for me. Even right here, this is one tangible way that you're using that time of pain for growth and moving forward with that. And look, this is part of why we're doing these Ebenezer moments, everybody, because I was in the marriage mentoring with Nate for months and had no idea what this was internally doing. You can't know everything until you sit down with people and just listen to their story. And so thank you for sharing your Ebenezer moment with us today and for being very vulnerable about it. My pleasure. And that's part of the the power of this moment too, is I wouldn't have recognized that were it not for me sitting in this chair right now. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much. All right. So here's the deal, fellowship. (laughs) If you want to tell your Ebenezer moment, just email me and we will make it so easy for you. (laughs) Nate, was it easy? It was very easy. See, we make it easy for you. So just email me D Wilkinson at fbcrc.org. And thank you for joining us. And uh, there'll be more to come on this. This was a wonderful Ebenezer moment. Thanks again, Nate. Thanks everybody.